This is a Capricorn FM podcast. Let's speak to public interest South Africa. They are saying they're disturbed by reports that allege a secret luxury life and state capture links of Deputy President Paul Mashatile. A News 24 article says that Deputy President Mashatile lives a life of luxury, living in expensive homes owned by businessmen benefiting from state contracts. Public interest essay says it is disturbed that Mashatile is alleged to maintain links with and to be benefiting from those alleged to have benefited from the state through corrupt practices. We're speaking to the chairperson of Public Interest South Africa, Teboko Kass. Good, good evening and welcome. Good evening and thanks for having me. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for joining us. So, of course, you're saying you're concerned and disturbed by these reports, but let's start quite basically from that report. What are the allegations that are being made against the Deputy President? The basic allegation is that <clears throat> Deputy President Paul Mashatile made use of properties that were a subject of an attachment order by the courts and which were designed to be auctioned uh, to recover proceeds of a crime, of the crimes alleged to have been committed corruption crimes committed by uh, Edwin Sodi, he of the asbestos and the rival, mm. amongst other uh, serious um, issues that he's faced with in the public, pro- uh, public pro- pro- procurement mm. uh, corruption that he's involved, involved in. So that is the basic uh, allegation of the, uh, the report. And for you, in terms of your concerns, uh, what makes, why are you concerned of these uh, allegations that are being made in the nature, of course, that they are being made? We are concerned because it places the deputy president, a public official who is one heartbeat away from occupying the highest office in the land. Mm in a relationship with people who are currently undergoing um, trial on serious corruption matters. I'm talking about sorry, who's been indicted and, mm. and will soon be going through trial in the Boeing High Court. But not only that, we also just learned now that Edwin Sodi had been paid money by the city of Tribe uh, a good couple of years, years ago uh, which money was used to 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 for water and for a, 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 a sewage recycling plant in in Rival in, in Amanskral, and none of that happened. So in other words, Edwin Sodi had been paid money without delivering on any projects um, for government, and he has used such proceeds to lead a lavish lifestyle from which now we blend our deputy president actually. Uh, enjoyed access to mm. and used for his own personal entertainment and, and those of his friends and, and personal family. Yeah, right. We're taking an end break and we continue the conversation. Switch to OpenServe Fiber and enjoy fast, reliable, uninterrupted internet connectivity. Download the OpenServe Connect app to find the best fiber deal. OpenServe. Get connected. Stay connected. Ngawala TC Chaoke on Capricorn FM. Limpopo's hottest frequency.
It's 20 minutes after 6 and we are looking at these reports coming from News24 making allegations around links to the deputy president of the country with some of those that got contracts from government and there are of course uh, suspicions and allegations of them not having done the work that they actually got the contracts for or even having not gotten the um, contracts in, 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 in the most above board of ways. We've got uh, Mr. Debo Hokas to speak to us from um, Public Interest South Africa. But then again, as 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 a as as the public and of interest to us, and, and maybe let's make that point as the public, uh, in your view, why should this matter be of interest to us? You say he is just one step away from becoming president of the country, perhaps. Look, uh, it is of concern and of uh, interest to us as the public, or it should be, because as you have said, now yes. Um, should anything, God forbid, happen to President Ramaphosa, um, the Constitution allows that uh, likely uh, Mr. Mashatini will take over. Mm. And we also know that there's been murmurs uh, or, you know, sitting around that there's actually a plot to ensure that Mr. Ramaphosa doesn't finish his, his mm. term. Mm. Um, who, who might be instigating that? It is not clear. But surely the only person who would benefit from such an arrangement would be likely uh, Mr. Mashatini. So he's very close to what uh, um, would happen should the president vacate his office, whether out of his own volition or by any act whatsoever. Now, it is of concern because government, especially the presidency, have been at pains to try and project an email that it is anti-corruption. This administration is anti-corruption. Mm. This administration is 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 set to deal with the issues raised at the Zondo Commission with regards to state character mm. and make sure that it, uh, it 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 implements the recommendation or drives the implementation of the recommendation insofar as it can within its its, its ambit. And to have somebody now who is tasked or who is closer to that environment now to be seen to be hobnobbing with people who are deemed to have done wrong mm. by the state insofar as public corruption procurement is corruption and public procurement corruption is concerned, mm. it is wildfire because it shows that he doesn't see anything wrong with his ex- action uh, through association, or if he does, he doesn't care what it means to you and I as the public, members of the public, uh, the kind of optics or messaging that it sends to us, it's okay to benefit directly or indirectly on process of criminal activity, which is a bad thing. And also remember, most importantly, mm. the deputy president of the republic is responsible for the moral generation movement uh, and in the organization that is tasked with ensuring that we instill good um, moral values within society or maintain a uh, good moral standing and to ensure that we adhere to all the precepts of, uh, under the constitution. Now to have somebody who's associated with uh, somebody who's as high as the deputy president is concerned in terms of public position that he occupies, mm. uh, fraternizing with people that are regarded as um, 
uh, corruptible or corrupt. Mm. Uh, it is it is it is a concern, and that is why we think we think it's such. Take for example, how would you or the public feel if um, General Masemo, the, the, the director of uh, General General National Police, uh, what do you call Commissioner, it? yeah, Commissioner, mm. were to be seen driving around in a Mercedes Benz S500 that used to belong to Tabo uh, uh, Besta. Mm. Um, uh, it wouldn't send a good message to to to, to the public uh, out there. It would send a message and say the opposite. Say, it's okay to hang around with criminals, uh, especially if also you can also benefit from from the procedure of their criminality. Mm. So in essence, that is what is. In, in that very article, of course, there are other allegations that are being made that paint a picture of someone through his political rise. Uh, they make allegations that there has been links with um, unsavory characters. I, I do not want to say criminal elements, that that would be unfair. But but there's been or, or perhaps questionable characters uh, through through his political rise that at this or that stage, that there's been questions about his association. They make allegations around uh, whether he owns things in his name and how he generally handles his, his, his personal business. Is that something in your view that has generally been there in terms of these allegations being made, but not necessarily perhaps proven that has already that has been there previously around the character of the deputy president yes look i've seen that also the um, that aspect of the of the story to the extent that uh, politicians do uh, uh, meet and and fraternize with business people it is sometimes this common and to the extent that no um, allegations of wrongdoing or uh, have been made in respect to the other business person uh, uh, who is mining is concerned, at least not to our, to our knowledge, mm. uh, it shouldn't really raise concern. The, the, the deputy president, like any other person, has got a right of association. Mm. He, he can, and he's got a right of association, got a right to date whomever he wants, marry whomever he wants, how many times he wants. Now, that's his own private life, and I don't think we are concerned about that. What we are concerned about is the fact that he is associating with people who are in the in the process of the criminal justice system. Here we talk about um, uh, Sony, mm. and 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 he's is not only associating; he's actually enjoying the benefits of what is largely criminal conduct or proceeds from criminal activity. And Mr. Sony, which is why the asset that he went in was is alleged to have been using in Cape Town was actually auctioned off and the proceeds uh, turned over to the state. Because it does the process of court by the courts to have been process of a, of of, a, of criminal uh, activity. So that for me is the one that he associates with a businessman who's got a mine or who's done this. And to the extent that there might be any um, criminal wrongdoing identified, mm-hmm. alleged, or even uh, established, uh, I don't think we should really be well. Um, Continue ourselves much about that. But it is yeah. the fact that we are using an asset that has been deemed by the courts that has been unlawfully attained. Mm-hmm. Right. And and so there are, of course, already those that are saying these are political assassination of character. Because, as you said, there's great potential and possibility that he may be president. Uh, for a number of reasons, it's even there that. Uh, 
um, you know, the current president has his palapala issues that can turn the tide any time, really. But 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 then, um, what is your take on 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 the possibility that this is an assassination of his character? It might very well be that uh, those who leaked the information that made it possible for the story to come out uh, have quite a, an agenda, a political agenda against the deputy president. It is common and it wouldn't be un, un, unheard of. Uh, but let's look at the marriage. Forget about the motive. You know, motive, good or bad, does not uh, uh, make for a bad case. In other words, you must look at the merits of what is being alleged and not the motive of why these allegations are surfacing. Mm-hmm. And to say that there might be some uh, 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 allegations that are born out of malice, we are able to say, to disprove them, and say, look, these allegations are malicious and there's only motivated by X or Y. But you can't say these are motivated by X or Z, but let's not look at the allegations, the merit of the merits thereof. So, so, which is why we believe that all us as the members of the public explanation mm. around this whole uh, debacle. Yes, and I was going to ask, of course, around that part, that uh, for you, you believe the remedy should be that he, he explains. Uh, you know, for some time, uh, up until there was the public protector and, and so on investigating the Palapalameta, the public was saying, President Ramaphosa owes us an explanation. For some time, people were saying President Zuma owns, uh, owes us an explanation. So there's been time in the country where the public has had questions of from of the leaders that explain this, explain that. Uh, so wh- wh- what is your take on the explanation? Do you see it uh, forthcoming or what do you anticipate may happen there? I don't know about uh, President Ramaphosa, but I seem to recall that he has indeed address the matter publicly. He may not have satisfied all our answers, all our questions, yeah. uh, because it's an ongoing, ongoing uh, investigation. But he has. He has subjected himself to all the investigative um, agencies that were, including the public protectors, to, to, to release a uh, report. So we imagine whatever is good for the goods must be good for the gender. In other words, what was expected and done of President Ramaphosa ought to be applied to the same kind of attitude and, and approach to the deputy president insofar as these allegations are concerned. In other words, we support those who support those to say perhaps the public protector ought to take a look into this and see if there may be any allegations of malfeasance or any allegations of improper conduct or uh, including yes. non adherence of compliance with the with the with the with the declaration uh, 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 um, uh, uh, arrangement for, for parliamentarians or other executives. Yeah. And, and, and the other point from, from when I was saying, recalling different stages where this leader or that leader were being asked by the public to explain this or that report, is perhaps going to the fact that it would be great for us as a country to have leaders that we have complete trust on, uh, owing to the fact that there are very little or no dealings that are questionable or unanswered questions. In terms of even the leaders that we have, and for now we'll speak about from the governing ANC, uh, what are the chances of us as a public having leaders that have, 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 uh, they, they, they stand to public scrutiny? Look, make no mistake, there are good men and women in the ANC, just as there are good men and women in any other political party. But let's talk about the ANC. 
it is worrisome though when you have somebody of the year of the secretary general of the ANC coming out publicly and lambasting uh, through his utterances at the Western Cape Conference over the weekend, lambasting the Chief Justice for having raised this issue of saying Parliament or the National Assembly doesn't seem to be moving with, with peace mm. to uh, addressing the recommendations uh, contained in the State Capture Report. Which was just, it's a valid concern, which we ought to, as the public, also be concerned about. And it was proper for the Chief Justice to actually raise it. Remember, he was the one who was the chairperson of the Zondo report. Obviously, there must have been an expectation on his part that once I've handed this over, people are just going to, are going to work on it. Mm. But if you make the observation that he made, these are valid because we don't see any, there hasn't been any changes since the Zuma era insofar as how the National Assembly is conducting its affairs. Mm. And to the extent that we only saw the, the report being tabled, we haven't seen any. There's about, as reports go, up to 98 ANC, uh, senior ANC politicians in Peking to the Zondo report. You ask yourself, has any of those people been called to account? I'm, I'm not aware. Maybe they are. But that is exactly what it is. Because that you find that Mbalila will defend Mashati because he is alleged to also have um, visited or been hosted mm. and seated by Mashati. And those very properties that used to belong to Sorry. So it's, it, it, you can see that there's, there's, a, there's, there's the, 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 the trust factor, there's a trust deficit with the ANC or government doesn't seem to be uh, keen to close or to, 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 to mitigate. Instead, we see more of the same. We, 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 we read today, again, um, about allegations of Mr. Mbalila or his family having... Uh, being involved or in, implicated in a matter involving the former chief operating officer of the National Lottery Commission or something like that, mm. uh, to the exchange of millions being, being paid to a house which he allegedly moved in and left for, for a long story. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that we need politicians who are clean or politicians who are beyond reproach. The current crop of politicians, unfortunately, the majority of whom, whom it is believe a lot to be desired insofar as the moral uh, character or the, the rectitude is concerned. So, mm. so, so, much as we see this, we must also accept that there are good ANC politicians in there. Just that they are not nowhere to be to, to be seen. In fact, if they are, they are so muted that they don't even have a voice to actually stand up, rise above the parapet and say, "Parapet and say, this is so far." We're not going to take this and read the right. But we don't seem to find any consequences. Well, thank you very much for your time. Good evening to you. Thank you and good evening to you too. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit capricornfm.co.za.